Welcome to the Wellness Connection with Fiona Kane. This podcast aims to provide inspiration and education, begin discussions and explore various aspects and strategies around health and wellness. As an experienced nutritionist, holistic counsellor and mind-body eating coach and a woman exploring my own life and health issues, I have my own unique experiences and approaches to these topics. I have been around for long enough to know that sometimes compelling new information or scientific knowledge comes along and it's okay to be open to learning, adjusting or changing my mind. Join me and we can learn together. Welcome to the Wellness Connection Podcast with Fiona Kane. My name is Fiona Kane and this is episode 17. So today, what inspired me to do today's podcast was a quote. So I shall read that quote. It's by the author Paulo Coelho. I don't know if I've pronounced his name right. I hope so. And, um, and he says, if you want to be successful, you must respect one rule. Never lie to yourself. And that got me thinking because I think it's the same for successful in health and wellness as it is for success in other things. When we lie to ourselves, we don't help ourselves. So I'll start by saying, though, the truth is that we all lie to ourselves at some point and somewhat and in some ways. It's just how we cope with life. It's a human being thing. Sometimes we lie to ourselves for good reasons because we need to believe certain things to get through aspects of life. So it's not unusual to lie to ourselves sometimes. It is a very human thing. And so it's, I think never, I get what he means by never, but um, there's a whole bunch of reasons why it might happen and why we do lie to ourselves. But in general, in in just generally and talk about life itself, uh, he's absolutely right that what happens is we make up stories. We all do this. Some people are really, really, really good at it and some people less so. But we make up stories that ultimately work for us that make us the good guy in a story or that make our behaviour acceptable. So we certainly will make up all sorts of stories and we'll do backflips and we'll do all sorts of gymnastics sometimes to create a story that works for us, that makes us seem good, that makes us seem like we're not to blame, that lets us off the hook or that um, that allows us to not have to change anything. Because ultimately as human beings, making changes can be hard, can be very challenging And sometimes uh, the only way forward is going in and going in and really having some time where you're still and maybe where you're with a, uh, whether it be a therapist or whoever it is with, but essentially someone facilitating you to go within and to really work out what's going on from the inside out. It can be very painful to stop and be still and to listen to your intuition, and to and to consider our own part in things and our own input into things, it is much easier to be a victim and to say it's all everybody else's fault or all somebody else's fault, and I'm not to blame. Therefore, I don't have anything to learn, and I don't have anything to change. 
And while there's aspects of that, or all of that may be true, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know the situation, it's not helpful. So what is helpful is you knowing, it's not helpful because we can't change anybody else's behavior, we can't change things outside of us, we've got a certain level of influence in different levels around us, but in general, all we can do is learn, all we can do is adapt and change our own behavior, and all we can do is take responsibility and be better ourselves. And we have a certain level of influence around us, so we may be able to influence other people to do that, or we may be able to influence governments or businesses or bosses or whatever we have a certain level of influence so I'm not saying that we have no influence at all but at the end of the day your most powerful influence where you have the most control and the most power is in you working on you and so the problem is is when we're not honest with ourselves we can't do that so and if we only see ourselves and sometimes we only see the negative in ourselves sometimes we only see the positive in ourselves but the truth is as human beings as human beings we are all of the things right we have the the light side the good side the side that is you know there's a side of me that is a really good person and a really caring person and really loving and I have done some really beautiful caring wonderful lovely things I've also been really negative and I've done some you know some things now that I reflect back and really regret or behaved in ways that I I think is is just terrible way of behaving or made choices that I you know could have made a better choice and what we do as human beings, what we often do is we don't want to accept the part of us that's often referred to as the shadow side, but the part of us that is mean, the part of us that is jealous, the part of us uh, that is uh, that is nasty or, or angry or whatever other emotions or things that you might attach to that side of us, but the side of us that is flawed maybe uh, or the side of us that we're just simply not comfortable with. So we have a side of ourselves that we feel that we have to hide from everybody else because if they only saw that I was really flawed and had all these things going on, they wouldn't be my friend or they wouldn't want to spend time with me or they wouldn't like me or, or I'd be kicked out of the, of the tribe or whatever the language is going on for us. So we certainly do try and put on our best side for people and try and um, act like the good girl or the, the whatever the whatever the role is that we have created for ourselves or that has been created for us. Uh, when we do this, what happens is we do push down those other parts of ourselves and try and hide the shadow. And the more we try and hide it, the bigger it gets. So darkness, actually, the, the cure for darkness is light. So when you bring stuff out into the light, I think it's what is this, the saying, light is the best disinfectant, I think. Uh, that essentially, when we bring out into the light uh, our flaws and our mistakes and our regrets and um, share them in appropriate places, but essentially be prepared to own them equally as anything that we're happy about, that is when we're being honest with ourselves and that is when we can make changes and improve things and make a difference in our life. So when we own the part of whatever's happening in our life, you know, whatever's happening in your life, you have some input into it and the only input that you can control is yours. So you can 
look at changing yours. Uh, I see the same thing in relationships and I I see it in, uh, you know, sometimes sometimes in relationships we get very caught up in, you know, he or she or whoever, they, they don't listen to me, they don't hear me, they don't this, they don't that, whatever it is that we feel that they're not doing or that they're not doing. And sometimes we get caught up in sort of just going on about what the other person doesn't do. Um, Many of us, most of us have been guilty of this, will do this. Another way of looking at it is if I want to elicit that behaviour in that person, what kind of person would elicit that behaviour? Is it the person that's going to be nagging at them, telling them that they never listen to you and that they don't do the thing and they're, they're, they're telling them that they're not good enough, they're flawed, they're, they're not living up to whatever, or is it the person who models a lot of those things? Uh, so see what I mean? It's like we can, we can if we change the way that we behave, sometimes it elicits the behaviour that we want in other people. I'm not saying that you should have to be someone completely different to please people or any of that. I'm not saying that at all. But I am saying that personal growth where we take responsibility for our actions, who we are, the energy that we bring into a room, the way that we behave, uh, sometimes when we are prepared to do some mirror gazing as in not as in Kim Kardashian mirror gazing, I mean actually looking at ourselves and actually looking at our behaviours, we can make changes that have a, like a domino effect on the rest of our lives. So I'm not saying to change um, to be anything particular for anyone else. I'm saying change to be the better version of you, so be the more well-rounded version of you. And that does require being prepared to look in the mirror see the flaws, see the faults, and rather than just painting uh, makeup on them or putting a Band-Aid on them, uh, you know, doing something about working on those things but also just owning it, owning the flaws, uh, owning the scars, owning the mistakes, owning the stuff-ups, owning all of the flaws because we're all of those things. And I think when we understand as human beings that we are all of those things all at once, it takes the pressure off our need to be only one side of things or only one thing. We're not one thing. We're complicated. And so when we go back to the, uh, you know, don't lie to yourself, uh, that's what he's talking about. And another example of, um, of, you know, don't lie to yourself, one that I see all the time, especially this is in regards to relationships, is I think um, Maya Angelou, she said, when someone shows you who they really are, believe them the first time. And what I see happening a lot, and I know I have done this, and I know that many other of you will relate to this, is when we see someone's so-called true colors, we either pretend we didn't see it, because it's not convenient to have seen it because that's someone that you work with or it's your partner or it's your friend or whoever it is and it's going to you know, be too challenging to make to do something different. So we pretend we didn't see it or we paint it with different colours. We paint them with different colours and pretend there's something else completely to what they are. Uh, and that um, I can tell you from personal experience that doesn't lead anywhere good at all. <laughs> that leads to some really uh, 
challenging problems that can get bigger and bigger as time goes on. Uh, but, uh, but again, that's an example of lying to ourselves. You know, another example of lying to ourselves is, you know, when we, I see it when people are on a health and wellness journey and then they say to themselves, oh, you haven't achieved anything, you're no good, you can't do it. Um, and they really try and, uh, it's when you try and talk yourself out of, uh, of doing the things that are helping you. So sometimes that's when we're um, lying to ourselves, when we're listening to just voices and stories that just aren't really relevant or real or up to date or worth listening to. Uh, but another example would be when we're lying to ourselves is when we say we don't need to make changes. So, you know, if you you have issues with your health that relate to your non-activity or your poor diet or not getting enough sleep or having a lot of stress or whatever it is going on for you and you tell yourself you don't need to do anything about that, that is lying to yourself, right? Uh, so when you say that it'll be okay if I just don't do anything, uh, that's that's not helping you. <laughs> it's also not helping yourself to say, I should freak out and be really stressed and uh, oh, I'm going to die. That's not helpful either. However, it is we do have to kind of say, all right, uh, what do I need to do? I need to make some changes. And when we are making changes, it's like it's when we – you know, there's. I teach my clients to nourish themselves. I teach my clients to be kind to themselves, and I teach them to listen to their body. And when you're listening to your body, and when you're nourishing yourself, and when you are really in tune, you won't eat a whole packet of biscuits or you know two blocks of chocolate or whatever. You won't do that because you'd be lying to yourself to say that you weren't start starting to feel sick or that this just isn't going to be helpful for you, right? So when we're present, when we're present and we're listening to our body, we notice little subtle signs and, and feelings and we just know that that's sabotaging ourselves. So telling ourselves anything besides the fact that two packets of biscuits is sabotaging ourselves or cookies, in Australia we call them biscuits, but I know in the US and other places people refer to them as cookies. But anyway, a whole bunch of junk food. Uh, if we down a whole bunch of junk food without listening to our body, that is an example of not being present and it's an example of lying to ourselves that, that that's for some reason that that's okay, that that's not going to have any harmful effects and, um, and that we're going to sort of get away with that. So anyway, I think there's just lots of different ways that we can be not truthful with ourselves and I think that the more that you are prepared to spend some time in discomfort, to spend some time paying attention and being present with your body and being present with yourself, listening for those moments of intuition, because we do have intuition if we are prepared to listen to it, but we paint over things and we make lots of noise around us so we don't have to listen to our intuition when it's not convenient to listen to it. We don't want to listen to it because we know what it's going to say. Uh, it's a bit like when you go and ask someone, should I do the thing or should I do the thing? And you already know the answer, but you want them to tell you the answer that you want to hear. <laughs> and they're not going to. They're going to tell you the same answer that you would tell yourself, you know. Um, so we really, really do need to be prepared to be honest with ourselves. 
And that's and that's okay if that means having some time where you're sad or having some time where you're happy or having some time where you're angry. All of those things, all of all of the feelings, all of those feelings are okay. They all have their place. And when we don't feel things, um, they don't go away. They just uh, they just cause us problems. So we do need to have the feelings, and we do have a um, a false idea that we supposed to be happy all the time it's just not possible we're human beings so we're going to be sad sometimes that's okay but sometimes uh sometimes the being real with yourself stuff is the sitting down and being in a lot of discomfort and I can tell you this it's my only experience of the last few years um I spent a lot of time with my mum when I was um when mum mum was dying and I've had lots of different challenges in my health and in my business and in my life the last few years and it has tested me on pretty much every level and I've had a lot of time being sad a lot of time about uh, being really uncomfortable and a lot of time reflecting on what I could do that's different to achieve different outcomes that I want in my life. And I don't have all the answers. I haven't worked through all of it, but I do know that there's been a lot of growth in the last few years and that um, that I need, sometimes we just need to be present for long enough and be flexible enough to come up with answers over time. But that does require us being honest with ourselves. I think it was, um, well, some say it was Einstein, some say it was not. I don't know who said it. But anyway, a a quote that has been certainly um, attributed to Einstein is the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. And I think that's a pretty good saying and that's one that I remind myself of fairly frequently when I'm not getting the results I like. I do ask myself, well, what am I doing that's different? Uh, Because sometimes you might think that you're right. (laughs) You think that you've got the right answer. You think that you're right. And you need to be flexible enough to know that uh, maybe you're not or maybe you were, but things have changed and you need to try something different. So that, again, requires us telling ourselves the truth. So be aware of the stories that you tell yourself. Be aware, start to notice. And you'll notice it because you have a certain level of discomfort, unless you're a psychopath, in which fact you'll you'll be very comfortable. (laughs) But the rest of us, if we're not quite telling the truth, there's a certain level of discomfort around it. If we're not being completely honest with ourselves, there is a certain level of discomfort around it. And you might find yourself keeping yourself very busy so you don't have to be present with yourself, keeping yourself very busy and not, you know, you don't even allow yourself to have any quiet time. When there's quiet time, you put on the radio or you put on a podcast or you ring somebody or you plan the next thing or you plan your trip or you do something else. If you find yourself avoiding yourself or maybe avoiding the people in your life who hold up a mirror to you and give you that quiet space to see what's really going on, people who are really honest with you. If you find yourself avoiding those people or those situations where you might have quiet time and you might be able to actually see yourself in the mirror and you might be able to reflect, there's a clue there that maybe you are not telling yourself the truth about everything 
and maybe you need to reassess some things. So I, I certainly do believe the essence of this is that we do all tell ourselves stories to get by in life and they have their place and um, and sometimes they can be useful. However, sometimes uh, as, as we grow, as we get older, as we grow as human beings, it's a good idea if we do want success and if we do want something different to learn how to um, be present and just reflect on those stories. Are they still true for us? Are they still working for us? Do we need a different story? What is that going to look like? I think it is really important that we have those moments where we reflect and review and um, and see what could be um, if we did something differently. So I would highly uh, recommend that you allow yourself to have some quiet reflective space wherever you can, even if it's only five or ten minutes in a day. If you can do that, fantastic. And don't fill it all up with distractions and spend some time with whoever those people are in your life who are really honest with you, not people who are nasty, that's not the same thing, but people who are honest with you, people who know you and people who will detect when you're lying to you and reassess things. And we all need to do this every so often because the truth is we we all make up lots of new stories to suit ourselves when we don't want to change anything. And every so often we've got to kind of shake things up a bit and ask ourselves the questions and see what's going on and reassess things. But essentially, if we want your outcome to be different, we need to be really honest with ourselves. And that's a good starting place to be honest with you. And um, and that um, I think that's enough for today. But essentially, yeah, I agree that um, that to have that level of success in life, we have to have a certain ability to uh, to really be honest with ourselves as much as maybe we can or we can cope with at the time as well, which is fair enough. But uh, but just if this is something you'll have, you haven't done before, just uh, start noticing the quiet moments, start listening to your intuition and when you hear the stories that you're telling yourself, question them, kind of say to yourself, does that sound true? Do I agree with that? Is that really true for me now? Maybe it is, maybe it's not. But yeah, we really do need to be honest with ourselves because if we're not telling ourselves the truth um, and, you know, the other level of this I see is, you know, I will see clients and they might hire, they've got a, they've got a nutritionist, which is me, and they've got their physio and they've got their this person and that person. They've got the whole team and they're doing all these things for their health, but they're not telling themselves the truth. They're making up all sorts of excuses and reasons why their behavior can't be different. So uh, it really does start with you because whether or not you're on your own or whether or not you've got a cast of thousands, uh, you see this with celebrities all of the time. If you can't tell yourself the truth, uh, it doesn't um, doesn't help with your success, let's put it that way, mildly. <laughs> so anyway, yes, be honest with yourself. That's a really, really good place to start and um, that will really help you make decisions because the more honest we are, the more we understand what our own values are and what our own truth is and and what we want in our lives, the better choices we will make overall and be okay with the fact that you're not perfect because you're not. None of us are. That's okay. Uh, we've all got flaws. We've all got 
behaviors and things that we've done that we regret we might do differently if we had the choice maybe things we're ashamed of but also equally things that we're happy about and if you don't have things you're happy about you've still got time to do them so do some things that make you feel good about yourself anyway i will leave it at that yes please do be honest with yourself it's a really good place to start when you want success particularly in health and wellness if you're the more honest with yourself you are the more you can achieve and the more help you can get because we can be really targeted in what help we give you because we know exactly what you need okay i'll leave it at that thanks see you next week bye thanks for tuning in today If you enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe and share to help me reach more people. If you want personal advice, go to informedhealth.com.au to book a consultation with me. The Wellness Connection is just beginning a conversation. It is not medical advice. Until next time, please keep showing up for yourself.